I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care personally. Kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. No good thing starts with, I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be a problem. Let's keep this shit funky. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What's crackulating? What's unpopping, good people? Welcome to the Unpopping Show, home of unpopular opinions. I go by the name of T Storm and joined by my brother in crime, as always, DJ Mike Swift. What's happening? Please pay the cost of admission when you come in the door. Hit the uh, the um, subscribe button, the notification bell, leave a like, and if you feel so inclined, leave a comment. And don't forget to share with your friends and family. And uh, I am putting you all on notice. Don't expect much from me tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Swift, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Swift. A hell of you, a might, you might get a, a giggle and a one insightful comment. That's what that's, that's I'm good for tonight. Before we started recording, Mike uh, agreed he's had a hell of a week today. <laughs> for sure. That is it. Never fear. I got the will. I got you, Mike. Listen, um, so there's, been, there's a lot. That's happened since our, our last show. Um, I don't know where do where do we start. Um, okay, well, want to start with our favorite friend? Well, okay, I, 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 you know what? Yeah, why not? Let's just go there. Um, so there is a, a a character that we've covered on the show a few quite a few times that um, found himself in some hot water. Um, and well, we're, we're talking about this guy right here. Do you know me? Well, if you don't, you're about to. Come on, come on. I'm the legendary Grandmaster J. If I say my name in any country, they go, yeah, 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 yeah I know that dude. Grandmaster J. They tacked on a legendary. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Legendary asshole. <laughs> I give well, him that, that. That's well, somebody gonna give him something and he's going to have a legendary asshole because he's been sentenced to uh seven years. They gave him seven years. Se- seven um, years, two months. Um for what was the what was the charges? It was it was federal it charges too. Was, Wanton endangerment for pointing an assault rifle at uh, law officials up on a roof. This was, when was this? This was like September? It was longer ago. It was last Last, year. It was last year. It was last year. It was last last October slash November because we did a show about it November 5th of last year, which uh, are surprisingly still getting comments. Yeah. Somebody commented and was like, y'all haters. Haters. Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) We hate we hate absolute ignorance and and the and the the tinfoil hat people that follow ignorance. So, um okay, if if you're not familiar with the story, um he's Grandmaster I, and it it feels sacrilegious calling him Grandmaster J. That clip that I I played was from about 14 15 years ago where he his name and face surfaced initially as he was um, fraudulently, um, he was like uh, like hacking some or selling some um, 
supposed to be DJ gear. It's called Beamed. It's not DJ gear at all. It's more like an MP3 player that you put your hand between the, the light and you can alter the sound. Very, you know, it, it, it wasn't, it's, it's, I don't even know how to explain it, it. A cute child's toy. Yes, there we go. And, but he made it out to be like, it's a, it's like a DJ thing. And which flail, as you saw, if you were watching, you saw him flailing his hands in, in between the beams. <laughs> like he was cutting and scratching or whatever um, to that Rock the Bells routine. By the way, which wasn't him. That wasn't him. That wasn't his routine. That was actually Jam. Um, uh, I'm sorry. That was actually uh, uh, Jazzy Jeff's routine of Rock the Bells. And you can hear Skill's voice, if you run it back. Skill's voice is in the recording. It's from, from one of their, I think, I believe it was like a, Fourth of July um, show they had did. Any case, um, he had gained some attention back then, and when people was like, "Who the hell is Grand? Who is this Grandmaster J dude?" and nobody knew him. Nobody knew. Nobody knew him. Um, none of none of the forefathers. None of the the the, the uh, cats that uh, you know that were around. And started the grandmasters and the, you know. Right. Anybody who would actually carry the moniker grandmaster, don't know this dude. My, my, <laughs> yes. Uh, I believe I, I saw I saw a tweet from Flash back then. It was like, I'm, you know, and it was very polite, but very straight to the point. Dude, I don't know you. I don't, if you were around, please, somebody, please. If he was around, I don't, I don't, I never saw you. That type of thing, right? Any case. Oh, anyway. He moved from that and ran for president. Um. <laughs> And that then, wasn't a joke, by the way. He did he actually, actually run he actually for president. ran ran for president, and and then he started this well black militia called the NFAC. Yes, not effing around committee or something like that, in which he encouraged um, black and brown people to arm themselves and follow him, heavily armed, to you know. Protest, you know, to armed protest. Okay. Um, and one of those armed protests was out in front of a courthouse. And I forget for why they were there at that particular courthouse. It was in 2020 in, uh, gosh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. They were out protesting uh, the murder of Breonna Taylor. Okay at the hands of police officers. I'm sure everybody is familiar with that story, so we right. don't have to catch him up on that. Right. But he, you know, while there in front of a courthouse, there were federal officers that were surveying and watching them because they're in front of a courthouse, heavily armed. And and I guess they, I, I, from what I understand, there was a, a federal officer on a roof watching, there was federal officers watching from the roof and he pointed his weapon at the Fed. And yes. Um, and that's what got him in hot water. He pointed a, a loaded weapon at that, at the federal officer. He said that he was using his sight to see who was up there or whatever. But you point the gun. So it's funny you say that. So that was his first story. Oh, my um, sights was on my gun and I pointed up to look through my sights to see who it was. That was the first reason. <laughs> The one that um, that he has now given to law officials as 
His attorneys appealed this conviction. He denies the allegation, and this is from allhiphop.com. Okay. Johnson denies the allegation stating he thought there was a threat by teenagers on the roof. So let me understand this. Right? Let's, let's just say you're telling the truth. Let's believe you. As I'm, I'm speaking as if he's right in front of me. Right. You thought a good idea to deal with a threat from teenagers on a roof was to point your rifle at them. A loaded one at that. So you're just going to shoot the teenagers on the roof? I, like... <laughs> listen. And listen, I am sensitive to the comments that we get. Not not so sensitive that like my feelings are hurt and I can't sleep at night, but I look to see if there's valid, if someone says something valid, like I've misspelled things and I've misspoken and people call me on my shit and all I can say is, eh, fair enough, right? <laughs> so if you're in the comments, right, and you're saying, hey, you guys are haters, can you give me something other than a conspiracy theory? Can, can you give me something other than that? Can can you at the very least acknowledge yes. that he made some mistakes? He did some very unwise things with a rifle. Now, we're not going to get into like the videos of him with a rifle, not knowing what type of rifle it is, saying things that are wrong about uh, weapons misfiring and that type of thing. Not even going to get into that. Just this situation only. Can we just acknowledge that it, it's it's a bad plan to point a weapon loaded. at anyone loaded weapon or any even unloaded mm-hmm. because you 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 play how you practice right, right? so if you have if you have an unloaded weapon and you pointing it you you're in the habit of pointing and when you have it loaded so to point a weapon at anyone intentionally or unintentionally is bad I don't care if it was teenagers on the roof. I don't care if it was using his sights to see who was on the roof. You that's better carry a monocle or some binoculars around your neck, right? Like it's that. that's not even a. It's not even that's not even a thing. Um, that's gun one hundred and one, and this is a person that's leading an armed militia who's right. failing at gun one hundred and one. I just, I, I'm sorry. I, understanding his background and bef- you know, again. It speaks to his character. I mean, we're not even talking about he was in he was in he was um, uh, dishonorably charged from the arms uh, uh, armed forces twice. Was it for? Oh God, I can't remember. One, it was point, either he pointed he, he, pointing a weapon, pointing a weapon at someone at, a, at, at a, his a, superior officer. I think it was. No, I don't. I don't really recall. He pointed a weapon at someone after he gotten had gotten thrown out of a, a bar or something like that, and then he cussing and went to his trunk and pulled the weapon and pointed. He did something to his superior officer. We touched on it in the last show. I don't remember what it is. I'll leave a link in the description so you can go back and watch that yeah. show from last year where we talked about it. But my, my but point it, my, my point to this, yeah. my point is he is not the person to follow. That's all. He is not, uh, okay, armed black, uh, black militia, you know, or, you know, encouraging African Americans, black and brown people to, you know, to learn and train and to legally arm themselves and to, you know, and know how to, how to move. I have no, I don't have a problem with that part of it. It's who, it's who you are following. Not this guy. I mean, I watched, it was a, and I talked about it in one of, in one of, one of earlier shows, a couple of years ago when we was doing, um, 
when I when I saw this NFC NF, NFAC was starting to get attention, like on CNN and shit like that. Like he was he was like being taken seriously, which is what he wanted, obviously. And on face value, like I said, I don't have a problem with you know the movement. It's just this guy. He did this thing where. He he walked into he was on YouTube. He walked into frame in full armor and two guns strapped to him, and took the mask and helmet and all the shit off in front of the camera like it was a strip piece or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just to to start talking to the camera, I'm like what what. You putting on a show? What is this about? What what do you you mind you, he's in his house. <laughs> he's playing dress up. Come on, son. I'm sorry. I, and then and I and and <sighs> could it be a more bland name than John Johnson? He sounds well, like that's that's not his fault. That's not it's not his <laughs> fault, but it, 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 what's his middle name like Sebastian he sounds like you know a, a, a damn you know when when you know they they capture guys that shoot at uh, elected officials and stuff like that and they spell out their whole name it's something like that it's, it's just I don't know it he comes up very it's very weird it's a very very weird dude and, and then again Again, listen back to that clip. Those clips were real clips of him speaking and how he speaks. Very, uh, very cocky. It's not even, it's not even, uh, braggadocious is an understatement. It's just, uh, okay, you know what? Um, yeah. Mr. Johnson, have fun with the Johnsons. <laughs> All I got to say about uh, that. <laughs> Have fun with the job. That, that was very clever. Thank you. That was very clever. Nicely done. I'm here all week. Um, <laughs> to, to Kaylee's dismay. <laughs> right, right, right. God, they don't encourage him. Um, so here's a question for you. Would you rather have, um, from Rihanna, new music or to see uh, her in lingerie? Uh, secret option C, bangs. Huh? The seer in just bangs. bangs. No, bangs for the forehead to cover that monster forehead of hers. Oh. Uh, that oh. was just a joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, it to, if I got your two options, I'm going to go with lingerie. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna has had some really good club records. I've just never, I've never been like, oh my gosh, she's the best in the world, I just got to get new music from her. I, I, I give me the lingerie all day. I like I like Rihanna on Twitter and Instagram. She is she's she nasty. <laughs> I've never ever gone to Rihanna's Instagram. Oh my! You are missing out. Every once in a while, she gives us you know of pervs some morning inspiration in in her Fenty gear. Um. Yeah, it's it's nice, especially in the morning. Like, yo, Rihanna. Okay, this this is gonna be awful. How does she spell her name? 
This bad girl Riri. I, yes, I know this. <laughs> um. So you say you look once in a while. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's not like she my top five, but it pops up on my you know on, on it pops up in my stream. I see it, you know. But every once that's in a while, that's a fan page. It's bad girl Riri. Hold on, let me see on on the IG that's page. Bad girl Riri underscore. I'm sure if you search, fan it. page comes up first. Really. Riri, come on now. Um, there's Rihanna official. Is that her? There's bad girl Riri nope, underscore bad, bad girl Rihanna. Bad, bad gal. Riri Rihanna. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. She is she is an island uh, island She's chick. An island. Bad gal Riri R I R I. That is. You should be a, you should be ashamed of yourself. I should. I should. <laughs> I should have known. You know better. And you know, just going through, just going through her, her IG, she's modeling her own stuff, man. Like, and who knew that, you know, lingerie is really just threads, <laughs> threads and net. That's it. Listen, I, not in, for nothing. In black, she's very, very pretty. Oh yeah, and curvaceous. And I like her better out of makeup. I'm looking at this. It's it. Ironically, it's two side by sides. It's one with her out out makeup and one with. Uh, and I don't think she did that on purpose. But I like her so much better without. Yeah, you can see her eyes better. Eyes are gorgeous. Never knew that. There was a forehead joke there. I'm not going to um give into. Um, <laughs> I like Re. Okay. I, I, like Re- I can't. Let me let me take it off screen before I continue scrolling. You can keep going because yeah. now we're getting into the uh, can't show on YouTube section of Instagram. Oh yeah, well that's again, Riri's. She's bad guy. Um, so she just had a Fenty show, and you have um that clip I sent you. Uh, Fenty again. show, and she had a very special guest, and walked the uh, runway with her models. Uh, pre-roll video, don't you love it? Yeah, gotta love it. Well, if you're not what if if you can't oh. see this, um, the one and only Johnny now, D now exonerated Johnny Depp, um, made an appearance on the runway on the Fenty show, which I thought was pretty dope. I'm sure he got so much draws after that, though. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at Johnny. Johnny back like he never left. Like, yeah. Johnny went through it, man. He said, "We back. <laughs> we back. Just stay, just, just stay away from uh, that white horse, uh, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny gonna ride that horse to his grave. You think so? Yeah, Johnny got a real problem, man. I thought he was he talking. To get he, clean. Did he speak like he was clean now or during the trial? He was. He seemed to be." clean and lucid but you don't that oh my <laughs> stop let me stop and get away from this. that was that was not a good oh my that was a that was not a good oh my okay um when you got a problem like that man it, you you don't just kick it right over the weekend you know what i mean yeah yeah i didn't know that's, had, that's gonna be a struggle he's gonna have for the rest of his life i didn't know it was a like you know there's people that and I am no way, in, in no shape, form, or fashion endorsing 
um, narcotics use usage, whether it's I'm not endorsing that at all. But I, you know, there are some people that that do their thing, like like drinks. It's socially drinking, and you know, and then there's people that have a problem. I didn't recognize that he had a problem. Oh yeah, my man had an issue. Wow. Like, listen, it, oh God, you gotta have some kind of issue to stay in that crazy abusive situation with Amber Heard as long as as you did. Mm. You know, you can't be completely sober and lucid and have all of your mental faculties at your command and say, "I think I'm just gonna try to make this relationship work with someone who cut off my finger." Damn. Allegedly. Allegedly. I just had an epiphany. They both were riding the horse then. Now, her claims was that she did some stuff once or twice here or there, but he was the one with the real problem. And I'm like, look, I've met, I've met, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. I've met some people who have had issues, mm -hmm. substance abuse issues. We ain't really hang out like that. Right. Exactly. Birds of a feather. Yeah. No, no, I feel you. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's, yep. it's hard yeah. to even, yeah, you know, you ain't even talking about the same thing. You know? Yeah. No, I feel and it's you. hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. Um, it's There's an individual who frequents uh, one, my, my watering hole mm -hmm. and that individual clearly has uh, a substance abuse problem. I've seen this individual for several several years, and and I'm not exaggerating when I tell you, and I'm not exaggerating when I say several years, at least three years, in different places, multiple different places, and I have literally never, ever, not seen this person completely gone. Wow. Ever in three years. Wow. It, it my point of telling that story was it makes you sad. So I couldn't I couldn't like hang out and just be okay, and, you know, and not say something or try to help because it just makes you sad. So um, I, I find it hard to believe that Johnny was all in and she was just having a ginger ale, you know. <laughs> right, now, I'll just watch. No, no, she was in there. You was on the table too. <laughs> <laughs> You sat on the table. <laughs> you, you on I the had table. a completely different mental image when you said you saw the table. <laughs> you was on the table. Was, what's the what's the the uh, the, the mirror tray? I've I've only I've only seen this in movies. That's what I, that's my, my my imagination. I've never I've never witnessed or seen been that close to you know drugs like that ever. So my, my experience okay. is just from movies, watching movies, and it's always a platter with a mirror on it. <laughs> you know what would be a hilarious prank? Oh, boy. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you know my sense of humor. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Here we go. To, to take a, a screenshot of that mirror tray with the um, illegal white substance on it from a movie, uh -huh. right? And put it in your phone like it's a picture you took, <laughs> and and go to like Walmart and Target, and go up to the to people that work there and show it to them. And be like, I'm looking for this mirror. Do you, do you guys or this tray? 
I cannot find this this mirror tray anywhere. Can you guys do you guys sell this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you'll have some people go, hey, <laughs> what you doing later? <laughs> like, we don't sell the tray, but we sell what's on it. Right. I know where you can get the rest of that. Or uh, let me hang with you. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not doing that. That's funny. That's funny. I you know what? I might that between that and where the hoes at. I've been dying to go in into Walmart and walk oh, up yeah, to yeah. everybody and go, Hey man, where the hoes at? They said you know. <laughs> and just and just get the reactions. They'll be straight faced with it. Where the hoes? What I'm I'm looking for the hoes, man. Where the hoes at? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'm looking for two guys. I need the black ones and the new ones. <laughs> Yo, y'all got black hoes. <laughs> I see. I, so this here's here's what I think. Why I'm giggling so much because you've told me that joke before and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. This is why I'm giggling so much. For everybody that just watched that, roll it back. Turn on the closed captioning and see how YouTube translates that. <laughs> right. Then you get to see what an algorithm's mind is because that was hose. Yeah. H O S E hose. Yep. Um not the other one. <laughs> hose we knows. Not um, the street walkers, what the street walkers walk in. <laughs> okay. I would stop because I'm, I'm I'm yeah, okay. You know, okay. So, folks watching, me and Mike have this thing where we 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 just it's and this is all improv. We just throwing shit back and forth, and at some point it goes off the rails. I'm trying to prevent it from going completely off the rails and out of control, so um, uh, they don't cancel us like Adidas did Yeezy. So I feel sorry for everybody who didn't start watching this show in season one. <laughs> right. I really do. Like you, you missed awesome, awesome stuff. You missed oh, 20 man. minutes of things going off the rails and like, <laughs> Oh, just, my, my, my cat okay. jokes. Oh, come on. <laughs> like the first episode, there was a um, P word counter for the number of times. we. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, you can't find this show now. <laughs> it is gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> if you want, if you want to see it, DM us. Maybe we'll send you a clip. I'm just saying. But, um, Adidas. This is a short story. Um, of course they they severed with um, Kanye West because he dared them to. <laughs> I dare you. I say something, you can't, I say something, now what? Okay, snip. Any case, um, so the, the Yeezy, um, the Yeezy sneakers, the, the designs and everything, they have said that they will continue to sell them minus his name. And actually they're gonna put a new, a different name on it because they own the design um, and ain't nothing he can do, <laughs> ain't nothing he can do about it. I don't think you would get no residual, nothing. They just take his name off and move on to the next. They did the same thing with Ewing's, I believe. Pat, that you was know, a long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. Because I was, I was looking for um, Ewing's. I was trying to find like some throwback Adidas uh, uh, Ewing's, and I found Ewing's 
minus Adidas. Hmm. Yeah, the des- I mean, it was it was a similar design, but not exactly because it didn't have the three stripes. Forgive me, went off the rail. But what do you, what's your thoughts about the you know this uh, this move from Adidas now? Um, I have a few thoughts. My first thought is I generally don't have an issue with a business severing ties with someone uh, uh, that they deem is not on brand with with how they want to have their company represented. Mm -hmm. It just really kind of is what it is. They have the right to do that. Um, However, comma, I think it's a bad business decision. Really? Yeah, I think it's a bad business decision. I think... In the, in the new cycles that we exist in and that we move in, four weeks from now, nobody will remember this story um, and people will keep buying those Yeezys um, because, frankly, his name is bigger than his controversy. Um, and his name was big before his controversy. Well, they were selling it. And I think... The, the, price, the, the, the price point on things kept me from ever... I mean, one... In my opinion, the look of them kept me from ever buying ugly them. As they hell. Were exactly. Ugly shoes, and I bought some ugly sneakers. Those were hideous, in my opinion. Um, so well, there was that. I think that I think the second thing that makes it a bad business decision is I don't think they'll sell as well for what we just mentioned. Everybody knows those sneakers are ugly. Yeah, nobody's looking at those sneakers and saying those sneakers are fire. They're buying them because of the popularity. His name's on them. Sneakerheads are probably buying them, buying them to flip them, um, you know, and, and once you take his name off of them, they aren't as big. It's just not as a, a flashy carrot anymore. Right. So I, I think it's a I think it's a bad business decision. You know, it is what it is, though. I, no, I ain't mad at them. I think it's I, I think they don't care about if they sell or not. Because uh, even <laughs> they put a tweet out. With um, it, and it just had three letters: buy and then Adidas under it. But the letter B was black, and the uh Y E was a different color. So buy ye, buy yay, buy. That's petty. Yeah, as it was hell. Very petty. But I applaud it from a corporation. Oh, that's. I think I might have fired the person who sent that social post if I was over that company. Man, nah. No, because, I mean, especially at all that he was doing and saying at the, at the time. It was disgusting. And so, yeah, any case. Your, but, your, yeah, I, I'm, I, look, I, I don't disagree about that part. Your business, you're supposed to protect your, your business is supposed to be bigger than your ego and it's not supposed to have that type of individual voice. Mm. You're not supposed to really kind of take that kind of stance. Like you can take a stance as a company and say, hey, look, this is not what this company is about. This doesn't fit within our identity. This is not something that we want to do. So we're going to sever this relationship. You can even say, I, I still want to sell the product without um, that person's name on it, which again, I think is a bad business decision. But to then stoop and give your company a voice of pettiness, that demeans your company. That demeans you. I think I probably would have let that person go or at least put them on leave or switch their job duties or something. Like, no, nah, you can't You can't be doing that. I'm going to send you the look, hey, look at this. 
it's uh it was gray and black letters. And it says October twenty fifth, twelve AM, gray B, gray letter B, black letter Y E, and under it, in message, Adidas. Oh, and okay, and this wasn't necessarily by Adidas. I believe this was a person. Oh, it's fan made? Fan made, yeah. Yeah, if it's fan made, it's all fair. All's fair in love and war. Yeah. <laughs> the internet is vicious. <laughs> yeah. Undefeated. Here we go. Um, there it is. Yeah. So fan made, but I, listen, again, I applaud the petty. Hey, look, and I applaud the uh, the, the design style. Mm-hmm. It's actually a nicely done ad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I look at it and I want to buy something. I mean, it's. <laughs> um, staying in hip hop. Um, okay, so um, this past week, um, two two artists, um, two hip hop artists passed away on the same day. Um, so sad. A tame one of the artifacts, um, and Hurricane G. Hurricane Gloria, Hurricane G uh, of Death, Death Squad. You've heard her voice. She had the illest voice, son. Um, she's on the Tonight's Tonight um, single by Redman. That's her. Yo, yo, Redman, what the F, man? Get off, off that punk smooth-ish. Get on that rough-ish. You know how we do. That's her voice doing that. She also did a, um, she did Public Enemy 2000 with, with Diddy, um, the English and Spanish version. Which is dope. Um, and she has some joints of her own or whatever, but um, they both passed away. Um, I, I'm not sure how confirmed the news of what they passed away from is, but um, I read somewhere that Team One had, um, there was medications that he was taking and mixed with um uh, I guess the marijuana that he, you know, that he used or whatever, his heart um, just kind of gave out. And, so sad. Yeah, and um, allegedly, and also alleged that Hurricane G had lung cancer. I, again, I'm not sure how, um, if that's verified or not. I'm this is just rumor mill stuff. What I heard. If that's not true, I I apologize, and I'm don't wanna make light of someone's passing like that. But um, yeah, Hurricane G, both of them at 52 passed away. That's really, really sad. And that's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like <clears throat> it's, it's starting to become just so common. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you know what bothers me about it? Because we're approaching, we're approaching fifty, and right. for them to be—that's not old, no, for, really. And you know, and, and, and young folks would be like, "Yeah, okay." At twenty, yeah, fifty seems like it's, but that's not. It's you know, it's really not. It's really, no. it's really not. You know, that's not geriatric. Now, again, there's some people that got some city miles on. Them. <laughs> City Miles. <laughs> when you see them, you'd be like, 
you only 50 <laughs> yo i that is a is a is a dope band name city miles city miles <laughs> As if I ever start a band, that's what I'm gonna name my band, City Miles. City Miles, okay. Then I would have to go the opposite direction and do Country Miles. <laughs> country, country Miles, or 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 Highway Miles. <laughs> but, Ooh, there's an awful joke in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has some Highway Miles on her. That's because she's for the streets. For the streets. Um, but yeah, so my condo- uh, yeah, condolences. It's sad, man. Our condolences to the, the families and, and fans and friends of both Tame One and, and Hurricane G. Um, Hurricane G and Eric Sermon um, share a child. I didn't know that. I found that out as the news came out. And he had posted, you know, his condolences and graving. So um, our, our condolences. And, Since and, and, and the... Uh, in the uh, true fashion of that kind of stuff comes in threes. Mm. You know, we lost takeoff from Migos as well. Right. Um, and he was like, was he, he wasn't even 30 yet. Was he? I don't think so. Let me Google. Might have been 28, 29, something like that. By all accounts, he was a cool dude. I never met him. <clears throat> Admittedly, I'm not that much into Migos and their music and everything. Uh, but, by all accounts, he was a cool cat. He, you know, didn't get into no mess. Yeah. You know, easygoing kind of guy. And, you know, allegedly caught one for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And there's a lot of room, like barbershop talk going around. It was, it was a lot of, a, a lot of, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not negligent. Uh, reckless. Mm. Reckless is the word I'm looking for. A lot of reckless barbershop talk and rumors on who did it and why. And again, it goes back to what I was talking about in the last uh, show. You can have an opinion, but don't let your opinions turn into accusations. Right. Right. This person did that because. Right. This is a lot of that. And then uh, another kid came up missing. It was like, oh, that person was the person who shot and that person off themselves. It's just it's a lot of reckless stuff, you know, just putting allegedly on super reckless conversation doesn't make it any less reckless. Right. Um, still could be liable. I yes. learned, I learned that. <laughs> and, and you could, oh, we're going to find out why you learned that, but, <laughs> and it, it can, um, it can, it can hurt people. Yeah. Um, unintentionally, right? Like these folks still have family, right. You know, who, who has to listen to this kind of stuff. So, yeah. If you know, just say condolences, and when the real yeah. information, when the the you know law enforcement investigate and they find out and they come out with an official cause, then you know you can you can say what you got to say, but don't don't let your opinions become allegation uh, accusations. Yeah, he was a ripe age of twenty eight years old. Man, not even thirty. Man, that's horrible. Horrible. They're doing a big thing here at State Farm Arena on Friday, um, you know, to celebrate his life. I think uh, Justin Bieber is supposed to be there and perform and, and different stuff. And I heard this word used and 
I, I haven't had a chance to look it up. They said the event sold out. And I'm like, excuse? Is y'all selling tickets? I'm going to stay away from that one. Yeah, I ain't going to touch that one. Because, they, you know, uh, when... Let me go back. Um, any public funeral like that for a celebrity, I don't, I don't recall ever hearing about tickets being sold for... Okay, yeah, no. Um, perhaps they mean that it's just... At capacity. I'm I'm doing a check now. And then not necessarily sold out per se, but just it's at capacity, which is easy to do, you know, when a person is as popular, you know, um, as he and his, you know, music is. But Okay. This is according to um <clears throat> elevenalive.com. That is a television station in Atlanta and their website. The services are set to be held at State Farm Arena on Friday, November 11th at noon with doors opening at 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. They will be overseen by Lil Burns New Mercies Church and senior pastor Reverend Jesse Kearney III. According to the arena in downtown Atlanta, tickets were made available at 2 p.m. on Tuesday. On Wednesday at noon, the arena said tickets were sold out and that capacity for the event was reached. Those who bought a ticket must be Georgia residents and they were free of charge. Okay, there you go. Organizers said you could only get two tickets. Those who wish to pay their respects could get tickets at Ticketmaster. So okay, you, you the to. tickets were free, but you could buy some. I have much less of a problem with that. Okay. Depending on where the proceeds go. Got it. Yeah, that's... This gets better, actually. I was, I was really ready to be mad. Okay. I was ready to be mad, but it, it gets better. The public memorial will, again, from an 11 Alive, the public memorial will follow a strict no photo and no video policy, they said. All devices will be checked with this company before entering the arena. Additionally, the arena said that fans who were not able to secure tickets are strongly encouraged to not come downtown. No gifts or items will be permitted to be left at or near the venue. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, I, you know, I will freely admit that one of my biggest pet peeves um, is commercializing homegoing services. That bugs me. Yeah. That really bugs me. Yeah. And I don't exactly know why. I haven't quite figured it out because it is public interest, right? If it's a, a big, big name or whatever, it's public interest. And I, yeah, I kind of get why, but it just feels it. It feels really yucky to have somebody out selling t-shirts. It's kind of capitalizing off of someone's death. Yeah, That's, I just I don't know. But then for that but matter. But that felt better though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but then how do you feel about the record company selling their album? Um <laughs> This is gonna make me sound like a heartless asshole. Um, I feel like that's a little bit different. How so? Because the record company owns it. Mm. Okay. I I would, from a moral standpoint, I would say maybe not 
ramp up production of CDs the day after Tupac is shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but six months, a year down the road, I don't know. Uh, I also think there's a, a piece of that. If, if the company is selling it and they're holding on to all of the money and nothing is going to the estate, nothing's going to the children, nothing's going to the, the family. I think that's a problem, right? right? If, if you didn't have a soul when they were alive, can you develop one when they're dead, please? You know, um, Pro- probably so, yeah. not actually. No, that's yeah. the answer to that. Who um, am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And this is random. I remember left eye. Um, oh God, you, ooh, you went there. Yeah. <laughs> Cause left, that was where I developed my hatred of this. Yeah. Left eye. And I didn't go to that memorial. I was, that was at, was that new birth? They I had? think so. I didn't go to it. I was in. I was still in Atlanta at the time. Um, but I rem, I remember she had did a solo project called Supernova. I had gotten like the uh, the a promo of a couple of tracks on it or whatever the case. But then they shelved it before she passed. Before she passed, they shelved it, and I didn't get the full album on. You know, too much. I got the full album. Like you can look it up now and, and get it for free somewhere. But the the record company did not push out that album after she passed, which I don't think it was a bad album. I, I you know, I, I thought it was pretty decent. But they did do a TLC record. Which one was that? That wasn't fan mail, was it? No. She was still around for she was still She was around for fan mail. Fan mail. There was another there was another, I can't remember. I, okay, let me. 3D? Um, was it 3D? That was 2002. When is she passed in 03, 05? 03, 04, something like that? Asking me all these questions. <laughs> I don't know the answer to these questions. Forget us, forget us people. Oh, this, two. She yeah. passed in 02. April 25th, 2002. So that, whatever album that came out that year is... 3D? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I, I would love to tell the story. My story. Uh, let's just say that I, I found out that she passed as I was driving to work. I was very upset. And then... I had to deal with some people trying to turn it into a media circus and I did not respond uh, gracefully. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't respond gracefully. So we'll just kind of leave it at that. Got it. Yeah. Um, I've thrown a bunch of things up. Mike, did you have something? Um, I did actually have, so have you heard about Safari's um, <laughs> Safari's ex-wife? That's it. <laughs> That's all I get. <laughs> I'm responsible for all this, really. It's so unfair. But you're single again. That's what you wanted. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So um, Safari and his now uh, ex-wife, Erica Mina, from 
what is it? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Are yeah. they on? I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they are they are divorced, and uh, she was on the phone with what I'm assuming is her attorney mm-hmm. when she discovered how much money she would be getting per month in child support. Mm-hmm. $4,305 a month. To which she replied, That's it! <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That's just... <sighs> wonder if, it, if it'll go here. Here we go. I'm running it now, too. She was so happy. She was so happy. Yes, yes, yes. I can go back to the streets. I'm processing it. That's what I heard. And then they go, okay, whatever. She goes, well, what about the child support? And then the lawyer tells her, we don't hear him say it, but we see her reaction. Yeah, she went all in and she was crying and Believe him, a man when he tell you who he is. And I got to carry the burden of raising my children by myself. Listen, it's people out there who would borrow, steal, and murder to get $4,000, $4,305 a month to take yeah. care of two children. Yeah. Because realistically, you getting $8,610 a month because you picking up the other half. Yeah, exactly. That's what, oh, yeah, that's the other part. That's, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what she was saying was, I got to raise these kids and take care of myself on $4,305 a month. Just under $50,000 a year. Now, Just under fifty. There's people that make way, way less than that on sal- salaries, way less than that. And, ha- and have way more kids. Of course, the lifestyle is not, you know, they're, they're not living lavish and, you know, all that type of stuff. They're surviving. Bro, I had a, um, I had a house or a townhome. We'll just call it what it was. I had a townhome, a car, two children, me, and the mother of my children mm-hmm. on less than 48, 48 a month, 48 a year. Yeah, it's, I was making that. I was making that money work. <laughs> Yo, it's it, it. What's? Here's the thing. Okay, I I don't know Erica Mena personally. I've met her, and I've seen her persona on these shows. She was pretty messy, kind of violent <laughs> in some cases, violent and just kind of wild, right? Perhaps she's matured some because she has children and, you know, perhaps, you know, but just to, you know, just to be like, like what, like what money are you, what are you spending? It? Like, mm. <laughs> so here's, I'm here's what I'm talking about. Carefully here. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Cause I, cause I have thoughts. <laughs> it, it, I mean, okay, children are expensive. Children are expensive. There's, they're respond, they're, there's always something. There's like having a house. There's always something, right? Yep. But, uh, but realistically, you're not spending 50 grand 
on your children. I mean, this household food, you know, it's some of everything. It's you're already it's supposed to be working. So you hadn't gotten child support yet. How are you supporting the kids? How are you supporting the kids now? What do you, Great question. You know what I'm saying? And it, and if and if that four thousand whatever it was, you was expecting more, like what ten ten grand a month? Would that be? <laughs> I guess she's supposed to give her a salary of people who earn in the top one percent in the country to take care of two children. If that's what your lifestyle, I mean, look. You need to adjust your lifestyle. Yeah. Because your lifestyle has been adjusted. Your lifestyle was that of a married person. You are now no longer a married person. Your lifestyle has been adjusted. So adjust your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how that works. Right. Yeah. I'll, st so, I'll stop. <laughs> I won't. So it, I, here's what's funny. Because I've I've had to do this math and I've had to argue with, human beings about this math. You are responsible for, and I, when I say you, I mean father and the mother. Mm -hmm. You are responsible. So if it's, if it's uh, four people in the house, let's say it's four people living in the house and two of those are the children of a non-custodial parent. You are responsible for one half of one half. Think about it. If it's four people in the house, mm -hmm. two of them ain't your kids. Right. So you're only responsible for two of them. That's half. Mm -hmm. And as a non-custodial parent, you're responsible for half. So you're only responsible for the cost, half of the cost of those two. So you're responsible for one half of one half. But what they, they don't do the math that way. <laughs> they don't do the math that way. It's like you're just responsible for half of all. Oh. It's not how that's not how that works. Now are you citing He's thinking, are, are you citing law or is this just law law very well that's that's logical. Okay. What I'm saying is logical. Law works different in each state. I can talk about Georgia. In Georgia, what they do is they have like a chart. And they say it costs this much per month to raise a child of this age. And that number goes up as the child gets older. He who makes the most pays the most. So, um, and I'm trying to do rough math in my head to come up with numbers that makes this make sense. If one person is making $100,000 a year and the other person is making $50,000 a year, the person making $100,000 a year obviously pays the lion's share of what that number is. They pay the higher percentage. So it would be something like, that's what, 150, um, that's like two thirds. They wind up paying two thirds of it, mm -hmm. which I find to be ridiculous, right? But but yeah, that, that's how Georgia works. Um, or at least that's how Georgia worked when I had to deal with it. I believe that it still works that way. But it used to be just like a hard, 20% or 25% or something like that of your income, which is like, ouch. <laughs> After the government takes 40, then you give away another 20. Like, ah. 
but I don't know. I just, I, this, I, I saw this and I was just like, seriously, lady, get a job. Yeah. That you're on TV. You're getting a check. They pay you to be on that show. So you have an income. Why are you looking to count solely on his income? Yeah. That, that, that brings that. And this is an old story, but uh, 50 cents um, son, Marquise coming at him about, you know, saying, uh, what was it? How much was it? 60. Listen, I was so glad we weren't doing shows during the, when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I was so irritated with that young man. I was so, yeah. so irritated with that young man. 67, it was like $6,700 a month. I'm supposed to live off of 67. Uh, there's a lot of people that do and would love to and or would love to. But uh, yeah, if that's not enough, go get a job, like you said. And 50 said the same thing. Like, okay, I'm, I think he was, okay, so I think what the story goes is that he was giving the mother of the of of Marquise way more than that, and she was demanding more. So he said, "Oh no," and put himself on child support to the courts, and that's the number they came up with. And he goes, "Oh, there you go. You was getting more. Now you get this. Work that out. Sixty seven hundred dollars a month is eighty thousand dollars a year." Right. That is more than enough for two individuals to live on. It well, is. Again, depending on your lifestyle. Now, if you're trying to live like 50 cent, then no, of course that's not enough. And depending on where you live. Right. Like, that's not a whole lot of money for living in like Manhattan. New York City, yeah. <laughs> New York City is going to be, it's going to be tough. But I don't think he was living in in the city. He might have been in Jersey or something. I don't know. Whatever the case, whatever the, whatever it was. If you you know you're, you're, try to maintain a mansion, uh, a mansion, yeah, no, that's not enough. This is what irritates me, uh, and I'm just going to be honest about it. Let's talk about it. If you are making eighty thousand dollars tax free a year for eighteen years, and you say that's not enough for me to live in New York, then leave New York. Right. You don't have to be in New York to get that money. Right. You, <laughs> you you can go to Waco, Texas. You can go to um, South Carolina. Tabuca, Wisconsin. Like you right. can go anywhere. You could literally look on the map and find the cheapest place to live in the United States and go there and be okay. Because your money comes anyway. Shoot. Honestly, if you needed to stay in the tri-state, there's parts of Jersey that's not as expensive as New York City. There's Connecticut. There's, you know, in any case, that's... And again, you can get a $30,000 a year job and now be in six figures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could be on fries at McDonald's getting an $80,000 a year stipend and you get your, your uh, uh, greeter job at Walmart and you now in six figures. But six the, figures. The other side of that is, I mean, I guess, and I, I saw 50 say something to the effect of, that was a conversation that he had with Marquise's mother. It wasn't as, he talked about the child support thing. He was like, that's, that was a conversation I had with him. Why is he talking about, and then uh, he's 20 something now. Why is he talking about child support? Because at some point, the child support does run out. 18, eight, it, it's either I have seen it 
18 or 25. until the 20. minor child goes to college, like 20. I've seen that. He's that 25. Way. Marquise is 25. Get grown ass, man. Right. And, it, and he said, like, why is he talking about child support? So, yeah, that's the, that's. That, that was, a, I was so embarrassed for that young man. I really was. He, he sounded. Entitled. Ridiculously entitled. Uninformed. He sounded like all of that. And he sounded like he was the scorned mother. And That's that, what he sounded like. And that, and yeah. And so that feeds into what he got for those 18 years from his mom. But she did Which, that. and and look, and I, I'm not discounting that, you know, as a, a child with a displaced parent, be that mother or father, that there aren't some scars and whatnot that comes with that. Um, but as a grown man, you can go talk to your grown man father and y'all can, y'all can figure that out. But to be acting like that, I thought I was just so embarrassed for him. I really was. Ridiculous. All right, I got one more thing. And this is this, we will file this under trigger T. Uh-oh. Have you heard of uh Bandman Kivo? Band what say again? Bandman Kivo. B-A-N-D-M-A-N-K-E-V-O. No. What? Is Neither that? have I. <laughs> he is apparently, um, they say he's a rapper. I couldn't find any music on him. I fell into a, a rabbit hole trying to figure out who this guy was. Okay. But he's very much Instagram famous. Okay. 2.3 million followers. Means nothing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they, they tease him. I got to send you this. They tease him and say he looked like a whole action figure. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> when I saw that, I just couldn't do nothing but giggle. I was like, people on the internet are hilarious, man. So that dude look like an action figure. <laughs> no bueno. Oh, I was just about to ask you which email, and you was you would have said it, and then you would have been doxing yourself. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Send it to at the. <laughs> <laughs> send it to I don't respond to this email at gmail.com <laughs> right. <laughs> right um but no uh Batman Kivo so oh I, I didn't send you the story um my man he went like a, and got a oh I did see this guy <laughs> the, the tattoo yo no I'm not even I'm just looking at the Okay. So so my man went and got a tattoo. Oh, oh that's took what we're talking 15 about? Hours, yeah, took him 15 hours to get said tattoo. The tattoo is of Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, and Jeff Bezos with Tesla, and I'm reading from XXL.com, XXLMag.com. Among the faces are the company logos of Tesla, Amazon, Facebook, and Kobe Bryant. There's also an ill-formed MAGA hat. And on Kivo's ankles are the words. You ready? No. White Lives Matter. 
Okay, so he <laughs> set himself up to get sued by the brothers that actually own that phrase. There's two, have you heard about that? There's two radio personalities, two brothers that were gifted the the rights to that phrase. So I have not heard about this. Oh my goodness. Okay, excuse me, folks. It's been a minute since we've been on here, so let, let, allow me to, to catch um, Mike up uh, on this. It's it, two black radio hosts own the trademark for White Lives Matter. Um, their names Ramses Ja and Quentin Ward. There was a listener that bought the trademark um, and gifted it to them. They're they're a conscious radio host. They you know black power. In fact, the, the picture that I'm looking of them, looking at them right now, is of them with their uh, fist raised in the air in the Black Power stance. One has an afro, one is like a turban or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> it does look like a very tightly wound towel. Yeah, um, but they own that trade, the trademark for that phrase. So Kanye West cannot sell legally sell those shirts without seeing them first. And they said something like a, a billion dollars. And we know now he ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you injected that petty right at the end. Just hey like, man, I'm here. <laughs> petty storm is what they call me. <laughs> Mr. Tom Petty himself. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, so that brother with that tattoo, he may have a problem with these brothers <laughs> in a minute. I thought that was the dude that got like the 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 male version of a BBL, with the muscles injected and all that stuff. That's what I thought that was. So it's also same person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what I saw evidence of was that he got some lipo. I did not see the evidence of. The, the male BBL, which is just funny to say. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. I was because I saw the picture of him, uh, his little Turks and Caicos trip. And I saw the picture and I was like, that, that, is that a, like a, a weird life fest? And so I, I, that was what sent me down the rabbit hole of trying to find pictures of him so I could try to figure out like his, huh? Yeah, and I I I couldn't tell, so I started trying to find articles. I couldn't find anything. I, I was running out of time, but I did find a video of him actually in the gym working out. So I, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he got it the the right way and got in the gym and, and pumped iron, or you know maybe he got uh, breast implants. I don't know. I don't know what's, what to call that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Um, let's talk about a real rapper. Um, Eminem was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and he spent most of his speech bigging up all the rappers from the 80s on through the 90s that influenced him and he went in alphabetical order i mean from from audio to audio to all the way through uh, i don't know what was the last one he said he he bigged everybody up and he just, and he read these names off which was pretty cool. I, I, you know, I, I won't play the audio because it's really, really long, but you can Google it if you haven't heard it already. Uh, did you hear that, Mike? Did you see him do that? No. 
it's it's he 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 really I mean Eminem actually respects the culture. <laughs> and, he, and every chance he gets, he seemingly bigs up, you know, you know, the 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 music and the, the musicians, the the rappers and stuff that we grew up listening to and that influenced him. And he says very clearly, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. He's standing on he's definitely standing on their shoulders and and acknowledging I mean and he I mean he went down the line this like that's not not just mainstream, not just MC like Big Daddy Kane. I mean, he named Super Lover C Casanova Rudd. You know what I'm saying? He oh, okay. like he was he went he went deep. So, um, shout out to you know shout out to Eminem and big up to Eminem for his in- people give him a hard time because he's a white guy, man. Yeah, I'm trying to tell people y'all stop stop hating on that brother. He got he got talent. He's got talent. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was um, Tretch who, no, no, it wasn't Tretch. Actually, it was the other way around. I was about to say Tretch says it, but it was Eminem who said uh, when he was, you know, rapping and trying to get in the game and, uh, you know, trying to figure it out his style and everything. And he had thought he had it all figured out. And then he heard Tretch, Tretch from Naughty <laughs> by Nature. And he was like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> there are lyrics I, st- to this day, can't figure out like I understand what he said, but don't understand how he said it. Like it's crazy. Trent is a bad man. Yeah, he is. Bad, yeah, bad, he, bad he dude. He is. You know? It's like he's speaking another language. I know he's but he's English. He said it in such a way that's just like, wait, that what? Huh? Run that back. Now I love I love Naughty by Nature. One of my favorite one of my favorite groups. I have many favorites, but I uh 1993 album. That was my joint i rolled to that i lived on that album and the and and the, the um the skits in between like how they how um kg had a cat they, they and it's all this is all audio somebody came to the studio or to his apartment or whatever knocked on the door ringing the bell he he don't hear it because the music is blasting and he finally you know turns the music down lets the person in comes in plays this sample for him. He's like, oh, I like that. I am, I'll put that in the beat. Whoa, 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 whoa. And fast forward. Oh, I did. He calls the person back. Yeah, go. I did it. What is it? And then he plays the plays the record. And it's, um, once again, it's on. Put me on the planet. Damn it. Well, look at Janet. Like that, that record, that, the horns is yeah. what he played. I was like, and that's in a sketch on the album. Sorry to be so, <laughs> so out there, but that's how much of a fan of that album and that group I am. So deep with it. I, I got to play. You know what? I'm going to play that on my radio show this weekend. Now. You know, when, when I was, I'll say this and we can jump out of here because we are 15 minutes long. Um, during the pandemic in 2020, I started doing those mixes. Mm-hmm. I was pre-recording mixes and doing a lot of graphic stuff to them just to stay sharp on all my stuff. And it, I think I played one record from them in one of the mixes and was like, these cats were really dope. So I just started digging and I was like, these cats had hits. Man. I had forgotten about like half of the records that were huge. Everybody remembers OPP Hip-Hop and everybody Array. remembers Hip Hop Array. But they had so many, they were Do you kings of the anthem. Do you? They had a summer anthem almost every summer. Yes. So OPP, you named, that was their first one. Hip Hop Array was another one, right? Mm-hmm. But do you remember Jam? 
with featuring Jane. Yes. Yeah, um, Jammy, Jam Jam. What's the yeah. other one? What's Remember the other that? one they what's the what was um they 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 shot the video in the snow. <laughs> it was like a a snow trip. It was another joint. It was another summer record. Uh, they they got anthems. I, I was that craziest? No, not craziest. craziest. was every city that was craziest was my joint. No, nah, it wasn't that joint. I I I would pull it up and play it, but we'll we'll get yeah. we we'll get into some trouble with uh the copyright thing if I do that. Trust me, it's, I, I'll I'll run it for you when we get off. They actually have a greatest hits album. Oh, as go, they should. You just go grab the, everybody. Just go grab that greatest hits album. It's got all of the anthems on it, man. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the hang with I got the hang with Tretch uh, at a um in VIP of a concert here in a summer concert here in, in New York some years ago. It was me and my my oldest son Terrence, and um um so you know we kind of hanging and drinking and talking and joking and and I was like yo you, you know take a picture of my son. He's like that's your son. He's like yeah. He's like man you can't deny him if you try. <laughs> <laughs> He said, the judge would look at you like you was crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah that's your son. <laughs> okay, I, I will, we'll end on this. Um, so there is a is a clip that I sent you that said, do not look at un, 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 until this. Um, shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Kyler Park. He has a record, new, a new joint with uh, Yin Yang called um, uh, Twerking at the Hole Down. Oh, boy. Um, this video brought that to mind for some reason. So if you ever feel like, you, you know, um, someone that, you know, you don't have much rhythm or whatever the case, if you're feeling down, just look at this and remember, um, <laughs> I'm watching it without sound because I put in the sound. It'll cover. All right, no, cover no, no, no. You don't need the sound. Just, <laughs> it, it's. There's somebody out there that's gonna keep trying no matter what. I love this <laughs> sis this sister here. This sister here, she makes fun of herself. She I I've gone down I've gone down the rabbit hole of her Instagram. She has a bunch <laughs> of videos. <laughs> so if you're not if you're not if you don't see this, for those who are listening, there's a sister that's she says something about, you know, oh, you, you, she's in a wheelchair. You can't twerk. And so she gets up on some walker and and it, it looks. <laughs> the look on her face, the though. The look on her face. <laughs> Iceless. Why is she trying to twerk with that walker? <laughs> Twerking with a walker. Oh God! <laughs> so okay, so the backstory, the backstory for that sister, and like I said, her story, and I, I would love to actually talk to her. Um, she, uh, I think she was a she was got into fitness, had lost weight, was in great shape, and then had a an unfortunate accident and oh. crippled, waist down. What? Yeah. Um, now she's able. Now she's partially crippled now. So she's still she's able to walk, but she doesn't have all the faculties of her, uh, in her legs and and hands, and her nerves are are bad. So so you see how if you look at if you're watching the video, you can see how her hands kind of curl up. She makes fun of herself about all of this, you know what I mean? And I, I, she's without trying to be, she's very very inspirational. It's inspiring to watch in, to see someone take the hand that she was dealt. 
and you know, go with it. You know, and she doesn't seem to be. She's not down about it. She, you know, it's just like it is what it is, and she's at having the time of her life. And so, I feel, case, I'm looking. I'm going through her Instagram page, and I'm just kind of looking. I feel so awful. <laughs> but she you're had, not bringing that big ass wheelchair, are you? And then the wheelchair star followed her, and it's the the thing that said Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's your feel good. There's your feel good for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. A little inspiration for you. Hey, you no matter how bad you think it is, there's somebody that ain't got it worse and is, and, and is not complaining about it. So take that. She's a beautiful girl. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, she's like I said, she's going through. It. And this is and she's she's actively going through it. Still. You know, doing uh, rehab and, and, you know, trying to... Let me get on my follow. You get a follow, honey. Yeah. And I don't do that very often. It's like, you go to my Instagram, it's like following four people. <laughs> <laughs> on, his, on his Jay-Z right now. With Sean Carter. Sean S. <laughs> Folks, we appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. Hey, if you haven't already, please follow. Please uh, subscribe. And let other folks know about it. We want to see your comments and let us know what you think about what we was talking about. Something that touched your heart? Let us know about it in the comment section. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Be safe out there. Peace. Peace.